This is the Nerds Adulting Podcast, a show by nerds for everyone. If you would like to know more, please go to our website, nerdsadulting.com, or you can follow me on Twitch, Instagram, or Twitter at PistolPete underscore Nap. If you would like to support the pod, please check out our Patreon where donators can get t-shirts, pins, or stickers. Also, don't forget to join the Discord to join our awesome community of nerds. Check the description for all the links. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nerds Adulting Podcast. I'm your host, Peter. I am joined once again by Josh. Josh, how are you doing today? Peter, I'm doing well. Uh, it's been a while since we've done an episode. I missed you. <laughs> oh, I missed you, too. Uh, having a good time. Uh, I'm glad for today's uh, episode. It was actually my idea. That's right. Uh, for today's That's episode. Right. That's right. And I'm excited to talk about it. I think it's going to uh, pull you and me into some interesting conversations. I don't think you and I have ever talked about this before. No. Uh, at least not. I mean, we just had like not a micro combo yeah, just before now, but not in detail like we are going to now. Yeah. Well, what is the topic then? The topic for today is what are our fictional favorite, our favorite fictional worlds and why they are our favorites or our preferred, uh, as one might say. So you might think, oh, I like the world of Walking Dead because of its characters and because of the way that the walkers never deteriorate and Daryl never gets any pass-throughs with his crossbow, even though the bodies are deteriorating. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it's sort of like that. So what are your favorite worlds? Why? What? Maybe we might even get into what are our least favorite worlds and why. Why we don't like the way certain things go in that world. Why we don't think certain technology makes sense. Uh, why we don't like how that world is built. Things like that. Oh, we can talk about what we hate. I mean, we are nerds. Oh, we have I a lot exist. Of but I want to be. <laughs> I <laughs> but I want to. Let's keep it positive for a little bit. Yeah, at the end, I think yeah, we yeah, can yeah. talk a little bit about. I want to keep it positive. I felt I felt bad because I posted our in our Discord. What was the question that I asked? I was like, "What is something that you hate?" Or what? What, what was it? I forgot. And it was I turned really emo really fast, and I was like, "Oh God, this is a terrible question." Because everyone's just talking about like I hate this and I hate that, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do something positive with the next question." <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're you absolutely loathe. Yeah, yeah, it just turned into this big hate fest. I was like. Ugh. Not what I'm going for right now, but that's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> we'll be we'll, we'll we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is an interesting. T- so we were spitballing, you know, talking about what we wanted to do for an episode, and you just were like, "Hey, our favorite world." So I was like, "No, nah, I don't know about that, man." And then like the more I thought about it, I was like, "Wow, I do like this world." And I think mine may not be as specific as yours per se. Like when you said worlds, I just I'm thinking like sci-fi like cyberpunk or post-apocalyptic and then i started going deeper and you mentioned walking dead which i really liked that world for the most part um we'll get into that for for some of the reasons why but growing up i wasn't big into high fantasy like lord of the rings and dungeons and dragons so it's been it was a really interesting uh thought experiment that i was having after you asked that question i was like yeah bro i was like yeah let's do this (laughs) let's do this topic i think this is a good one so uh, I'm not sure where I want to start off with this since this is this was your baby, this was your idea. Uh, I want you to go first. Like, what was the first thing that came to your mind when you came up with this topic? All right, so top three 
All right. Lord of the Rings. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've always loved Lord of the Rings. We can expand on that in a little bit. Number two, Dragon Ball Z. Okay. It was a staple cartoon for me growing up, and I will never turn down Dragon Ball Z, except uh, GT. I want that to be known. GT is not canon, it's trash. Okay, <laughs> and then uh, last but not least, in any sense, is uh, Halo. Hmm, okay. Now, those are three very different contrasting universes. Yeah. One is about fighting and not really about technology. Everybody's kind of like, there's intergalactic travel and aliens and all this stuff in Dragon Ball Z I'm talking about right now, but it's not like super advanced technology. Technology is not the focus. The focus is energy and uh, uh, power and world conquering and world defense and selflessness and camaraderie. That's what that is about. Halo is a world that's about conquest and about technology and about future and about war and about peace and um, countries coming together. Not countries, but more like... Species, uh, almost. Species, <laughs> yeah. sure. Inter interspecial. That was is, is that the word? Interspecial? Inter <laughs> Josh has made up a word today. <laughs> Interspecial. Interspecies? Interspecies. That's the Interspecies word. Interspecies conflict. Interspecial? <laughs> Interspecies uh, connections. And then I was saying that um, a buddy of mine, my buddy Steven, he's um, a lot more well-versed in that universe, and he knows a little bit more about the extended lore of it, right? Mm-hmm. So he's been kind of like every time that he brings something to my attention about that, about that extent, I eat it up like num, 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 num. All right. Because it's super interesting to me. And there's so much that the games don't talk about. Um, that is so interesting, especially if you're like a really big fan. I should take I have read a few of the Halo books, uh, but I was a lot younger. Um, uh, and now I've been slowly playing, slowly, I might add, might I add, through the, uh, the Master Chief Collection on PC. Um, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of nostalgia. That first time that I booted up Halo 1, just, ah, uh, and I was like, That's oh, God, music, yeah. <laughs> like, I just wanted to just, <laughs> like, <laughs> try to figure it out. And then um, Lord of the Rings. So Lord of the Rings... I don't know where, if I went to the movies to see the first one. I know that I saw Return of the King in theaters. Um, and I remember being so hype for that movie. Like, because I already had that exposure to the first two films. Yeah. And I was so hyped for that movie. I remember, like, I was young. I don't remember what year Return of the King came out in. But I was a young guy, like, didn't really, like... You know, when you when little kids yell random stuff, I was at that about that age. Right. Um, and I was so into it that like when Rohan comes over with the riders of the Rohirrim over that that sunset mm. and they charge into the orc line. Oh, man, I was I stood up in the theater. I was like, Rohan, <laughs> like I was freaking out. And people were like, oh, mind you, this is in Puerto Rico where people are not as receptive. <laughs> They're like people in Puerto Rico, are like it's a movie. We'll go watch it. 
it's not you don't really see it's not very common for people to be like Woo! in the movie theater people are like oh and scream when sc- scary stuff happens but people don't get up and excitement like yeah like that doesn't really happen very often um so but i like lord of the rings i don't know what the draw was of it i think it was um that sense of heroism from frodo right because he is a hero as 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 bitch made as he is um he is a hero because he's being he's a like, hero by I accident mean, by an accident exactly <laughs> exactly but he he answers the call right yeah, and he yeah. does it reluctantly but he answers the call and then i mean at the end of the day sam is a real hero anyways um and then that connection between legolas and aragorn and gimli i could not get over that friendship and like just them going everywhere and kicking ass and i just love the environment and the world and i love the power struggle between good and evil and i liked the dynamic and i loved all the characters and it was something that i always loved and i have no i don't think i'll ever not like lord of the rings even like i'm like i'm like hoping so badly that this series that's going to come out on amazon i'm really praying that it's going to be good I don't know what your thoughts are about it, but I hope that I hope that they took creative liberty in the right direction. And when I say the right direction, this is what I mean. Did you ever see a Battle of the Five Armies? No, I didn't. Okay. So, but you know it's uh, the Hobbit movie, right? Yeah. I actually it's have last... never seen any of the Hobbit movies. I was just thinking about that the other day. All right. As I'm much as I your... love Hey, you tell us the guy has the Ultra HD version of The Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings, the movies, right? I have them on Ultra HD, like the box set and everything. You know what I mean? But for some reason, I don't know. I can't explain it. Maybe it was because of the time of my life. I just wasn't into that at the time. Because I was in, I remember I was in the army when those movies were released. I've never seen, I mean, you can take my nerd card if you want, but I've never seen the, the Hobbit movies. Take your nerd card? I'm not going <laughs> to take your nerd card. I'll take your nerd card if you say you like FGTV. That's not taking your nerd card. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Anyways. Before... We're we're kind of before we get too deep into that. I just want to say why you were talking about Lord of the Rings. I think you said like you're not sure why. I think for me, like, and maybe this is why you like it is because it's kind of simplistic. It's like you have the one ring that's made like pure evil, one person, you know, and then you have a group of people. It's like good versus evil, essentially, right? It's not like Lord of the Rings were. See, it's like if you talk to me 10 years ago, 15 years ago, like high school me, yeah, Lord of the Rings all the way. But now it's sort of like Game of Thrones. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm more into that type of fantasy world of Game of where it's more, more nuanced and not so cut and dry on what's good and bad. But I think for that time, you have a group of badass mofos, you know, banding together to, to stop an evil entity. Like it's pretty simplistic, and it's like as a kid, that's what you want to do. As a young person, you want to be that good guy. I think that called called out to a lot of people, and I think that's why a lot of people really enjoyed Lord of the Rings, because back then things just weren't so gray. Being things just weren't portrayed so gray like they are now, right? There's like now with like The Walking Dead, which touches on that, you know, about you know, shooting someone, killing somebody to save somebody else. Is that a good thing, you know, or is that a bad thing? Like, you know. That's what I think. I think maybe that's why you liked it. That's what I did is what I'm saying. Well, okay. I guess I can. I understand your point. 
I think I'm, I kind of disagree, but I do agree that you say that it is a simplistic story. But I think that the center of the story, um, which is the one ring, we're trying to get it from here to here to destroy it. That's the simplistic point. But there's this over-encapsulating storyline that's happening of power struggle between multiple factions. There's people suffering. There's refugees. There's a lot of things to take into account. And the movie focuses on just this one thing of that world. But then again, that's why we're talking about worlds and not movies. So when I say it, right, I'm talking about the world of Lord of the Rings. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good point. That's fair. Yeah. Gandalf is I was 14, one. 1,400 years old. Yeah. Dude. There's characters in, in, that, in that book series that aren't even in the movie that are way more powerful than Sauron, Gandalf, I thought you the, said you the, haven't read the books. I haven't read the books. I've done, but I've. I mean, listened. yeah, you've researched probably. I've, I'm just saying. I've researched some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've not. Re- I think I read one of the. Oh my god, I forget what they're called. It's like a. They're not cliff notes. <laughs> no, they're not cliff notes. They're like his. Uh, his extended writings, mm-hmm. where he like where he like talks about how he dates and years things. He's very precise about. Tolkien was very precise when it comes to how he perceived time in that world. Like, to the he made up his own calendar and his own. Dude, he wrote a whole like at yeah. least one language. I, I think he did multiple, but I mean, multiple like, languages. His world building was insane. Like, like it's just I'm thinking we we're talking earlier about world building, like for a story that I'm writing, and then like I think about that, and I'm just like, holy, that takes years to do. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. This is where it's interesting. You talk about story, so this is where I get. I get stuck because what drives me to a world is the story, right? So you could have the coolest world, like take Altered Carbon, for example. Now, the book, I didn't read the the three. I only read the first book. The first book, Altered Carbon, one one of the best cyberpunk books that I've read in a very long time. Like one of the, one of the best sci-fi books I've ever read, the first one. But then you go and you you watch you watch the the show. It's not this. They chop. Some, they take some things from the story. They take some liberties with the story, and it's not as good. But the world is still really cool. But if I hadn't read the book, and I would have would have watched that show, I would have said, you know, Alter Carbon's just not for me. I didn't, you know wasn't that big of a deal to me. The world's cool, but you kind of like had to have like I think for me to be in love with the world. You have to have both. You have to have an engaging story that makes sense, that interests you, and you have to really have have a really cool world and then bring them together. I don't know why I'm pantomiming two fingers together to show you this, but uh, <laughs> that's that's what I think draws me personally to to start. Because I was thinking, of like, man, like, what are the worlds that I really enjoy? And everything, like, for me, it was the Matrix. I think is one for me. Get it? Again, we're talking about story. Get it? The story gets pretty like out there and reloaded in revolutions but overall i think i just that world to me just it's kind of like what you know got me into to tech and into really deep into sci-fi because the wachowski siblings uh they really dove deep into that world and and like i don't know if you ever watched behind the scenes stuff the people they brought in to do artwork and all the all the i want to say ethics but all of the the ethical things that they talk about and symbolism in, in those movies, just like, and then the Kung Fu, just all that comes together. Like the matrix probably like for me is probably the number one favorite world. Maybe not my favorite story. 
The first, <clears throat> the first one probably one of my favorite stories, but then it kind of bungled it, in my opinion, in two and three. But if we're talking about Strictly World, I think that'd be my favorite one, hands down. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. But like, but like you said, but like you said though, right? The Matrix, from an outside perspective, also is very simplistic. It's about the world that it lingers in. A guy, one guy is the one. Oh yeah, there's people struggling he's and the there's savior. a war with robots, but he's the savior. That's it. Yeah. So there's this very. It is. I mean, I don't want to. I hope nobody's like, no, the Matrix is the greatest. No. There's some people out there. He's the one. I mean, and that's on a on a blanket. You know, then that's it. But the world, you're right. The world is really interesting because of how it works yeah. and how technology moves and how information flows between people and how people have abilities when they're in this state and not in this state. And then I have abilities outside of it, and it's weird. So it is interesting. And that's, that's what I like to think about when it comes to a world. If you have a world that's super badass, right? Like The Matrix. It's a badass world. It's a badass idea. Yeah. I know Kung Fu, that famous line, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I know Kung Fu. Show me. <laughs> Show me. <laughs> <laughs> to turn human beings into this. And he has the battery. I was like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy. And then they, they only made it better. And it really helped flesh that world out with the Animatrix. Did you see the yeah. Animatrix? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you talk about, I'm an anime fan. Like back then, that wasn't my I, anime heyday. I, I was going to get into my, my, one of my favorite worlds is anime. I just said it already. But. The I ate the Animatrix up. Yeah, I mean, the Renaissance, the, my, the second Renaissance. My favorite, my favorite is the second Renaissance. Yeah. When you like when they the sh- dude's face and they talk about what happened in the war and everything, and then they yeah, show, like yeah. yeah, they show how they got that there. That's, building, yeah. that's the most interesting thing to me because like Morpheus touches on it, but like show it to me, like stop. I don't, I don't care about what you're doing now. I want to know about what happened, how you got here. You know, there's some, there's some things to that, too, I think, where if you show... I think what the Animatrix did, though, I'm trying to think if I can name it specifically. Maybe it wasn't the Animatrix, but sometimes I think if you show too much to the... I think it's a, it's a balance. Like if you show too much to the viewer or give too much, it can kind of take away from the overall like movie and story. I can't give you a specific specific example you mean like from like the appeal like just give, like i think there's such thing you don't as, know a lot about it yeah i think there yeah i think the like so okay like inception right at the end of inception i guess that's another world that i really like um like the end of inception they don't give you the answer they leave it up for you to kind of think about and decide what happens was he in a dream was he not in a dream because the top never falls so i like that versus in just giving us a whole bunch of information typically but i do what you get what you're saying like with the matrix i wanted more i wanted more i want to know about this world give this all to me but i think sometimes there's a common right. balance where you take the little unknown and let the viewer kind of think about it in their head i kind of like that versus getting force fed it's called like what is it called uh info dumps is what they call it in storytelling yeah. they just dump a bunch of information to you to tell you the word i kind of like when i'm reading a book i kind of like to experience the world i don't want everything told to me i kind of want to just Find it out as I go. You know what I mean? But right. that's a little different. Totally agree with you about the Animatrix. I, with that world, the Matrix, I just wanted more. And then what I was going to say is one of the worlds that I really loved was uh, Cowboy Bebop. If you ever watched oh, Cowboy yeah. Bebop. So, I love Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, just the future. I'm a sci-fi guy at heart. Right, High fantasy didn't do nothing for me. Uh, I had no one to play D&D with. No one was interested in that. Uh, I never got introduced into 
Lord of the Rings books or anything like that. I just never got introduced to it. My foray into that was anime, and my foray for uh, foray into that was my dad and his love for sci-fi as well, like pre- aliens and predators. That's other things too that I'll, I'll get into. But Cowboy Bebop was just like I love that. I love the world, and I loved the 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 like the episodes, the episodic content of being bounty hunters and then trying to capture somebody. And then the, you don't know much about Spike's past, who was the main character, and you learn some more of it. And one of my favorite episode in Ballad of the Fallen Angels, where he's like, he's fighting this guy that you don't know about, and he's like falling, and he throws a grenade out. This, those are probably the two that come that come to mind. But it's weird when I think about this. Like I don't have like very, like I keep thinking of worlds, like just worlds specifically. But I think those were the first ones that came to mind. Was the Matrix for sure. The Matrix for sure for me is the number one. If I had to even just pick one, always going to be the Matrix for me because who doesn't want to live in a world where you can just instantly learn how to fly a helicopter, shoot a gun? It's just just download, the, just download it. Yeah, he's like, can you fly the helicopter? <laughs> now I can. You know, like exactly. And that's that's the first thing that that came to mind. But there's other things like there's other like Inception. I mentioned Inception. Like I really thought that world was cool, which is which is kind of like Matrix esque when you're going into a dream. Right, so you have that, and then it's almost like you have unlimited things to do because you're in a in a virtual world, which is right. Brain. As long as you understand, you're in a dream. Right, 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 right. right. So those those things were were big for me, but I'm a big sci-fi guy. I really like things going to I like the idea of going to other planets. I like the idea of like the Expanse as another really fucking great sci-fi. Like I read the first two books. I've watched. I haven't watched this latest season actually, but I've watched all the seasons. The Expanse is like just great attention to detail and very grounded in science, which I just love. That's like, yeah. So it's weird. As much as I did love, I'm with you with Lord of the Rings. I loved Lord of the Rings world and like I wanted to know more about the orcs, but it it didn't like transfer me to the books. No, I never read the books. It didn't like suck me in and, yeah. and, and read the books. Whereas like The Expanse did. I watched the first couple episodes and I was like, mm, this is really good. Let me read the books. And that will say the Expanse TV show and the books are really both good. Like, you know, like it's hard to say that both, I feel like, and both, I feel like you get one or the other and usually one's crap, right? But the Expanse yeah. is a really great, really great book series, at least the first two I can honestly say. And the TV show is really good. So for me, it's just like, give me science fiction and then I'm in. You know, anything that involves cyberpunk, <laughs> especially cyberpunk, oh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner is actually probably one of the first sci-fi movies I've ever seen. My dad is one yeah. that we watched that together. So Blade Runner, the idea of androids, you know, that's my jam. That's what I would say. Sci-fi is my jam. And it's hard for me to pick just one world because there's so many worlds that I love that involve sci-fi. And it's just a thing. And for me, it's more of it's more of the science fiction in general. Is this what I love? So right. If well, so sense. okay, so then, so you have the Matrix, yeah. Well, let's say what are your top three? Because I said mine, right? Mine are actually very stark different, starkly yeah. different. Like I have Halo, Lord of the Rings, and Dragon Ball Z. I wish I had wrote take. To, uh, I can't talk. I wish I had taken notes for this because I'm just it's coming back to me. Okay, Matrix, Doom, because okay. I read the books in high school. Doom, I don't remember the novels. Doom. I love Doom. Yeah. Doom or Dune? Doom. D O O M. Doom 1 oh, and Doom yeah. 2. 
Okay, yep, got it. So, yep. Bury me with a shotgun. Yep. Yeah. So the books actually were very well done. And I don't remember the specifics behind them because it's so long ago. But I remember but were they were they I'm sorry to interrupt you, Peter, no. I really am. Are the books for the Space Marine yeah. or are they for the Doom Slayer that's now No, that's all yeah, that's, that's like I don't want to say retcon, but that's an this is a reimagining. It's a whole a whole nother universe. I believe yeah. this new one. I think I think so, it's retcon. Yeah, I mean, you, I don't want to say retcon because because you're not you're not dis- you're not you're not retconning is when you take a story and you're like that never happened and then you go proceed progress with that same story. This was a reimagining, is how I viewed Doom Slayer and the new uh, Dune 2019. So, but the book actually, I remember talks about the marine i don't remember his name but he wakes up and he's like naked and he's like going through he's like he has two guns and he has a whole key cards in his mouth because he doesn't have and then there's a female marine that he's trying to find it's his friend and it just really expands upon the lore of the game and it was just really well done and i love the doom game itself and the doom game is you want to talk about simplistic <laughs> it's the most simplistic game out there find key cards and stay alive and kill all the demons cave man of video games yeah but I mean, as what a twelve-year-old kid, thirteen-year-old kid, I mean, I was in fucking heaven, you know, chainsaw zombies. So Doom's probably up there for me. And then if I had a third one, that's that's tough, man. There's so many things that are just out there for me. And I thought hard about this, and it's just, yeah, man. I I would say the Expanse. I would say the Expanse right now. It was either that or the Lord of the Rings. They're not Lord of the Rings. Um, Game of Thrones. I'm- I do love Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I do love. I did love Lord of the Rings, but it just doesn't like. It doesn't do it for me like sci-fi does. That's just that's just how it is for me. Not that there's anything wrong with high fantasy, you know. I'm not. not, I don't think. No, I'm better than you because I like sci-fi. But I I like sci-fi. Yeah, I know. I know you do. But the Expanse is like such a great. Just I'm a sucker for like realistic science fiction and cyberpunk stuff. I was going to say what, that's that's what I, I do like that about Halo, though, is that the science is very grounded. It's not like it's 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 500 years in the future. And we're still using lead based projectile weapon systems. So, so and we have uh, magnetic accelerated cannons like. It's believable, it's believable because we have the cap- the capability now to accelerate things to insane speeds using magnetic propulsion systems now, right now. And so that I love that about Halo because it's very believable for a direction that the human race can go in. Now, the Covenant, are we going to meet this insanely religious uh, inters- interspecies uh, uh, covenant of, of countries and races? Fuck you up. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it is forever. I'm going to go be at work tomorrow thinking about you. I'm like, interspatial. <laughs> All right. Um, but it's, I, I, if, is that ever going to happen to us? I don't know. Whatever. But... I like the direction that the human race goes in and it's not the, fo- I like that the focus of the story isn't like the whole cyberpunk aspect, like down in the dirt where the civilians live. People seem to be pretty living pretty easy lives, but um, I'm pretty sure it has its own cyberpunk elements. If there's some kind of like story out there, I don't, I don't know. Maybe somebody does know, or maybe I can look it up. Maybe there's a story about what it was like during the, covenant wars as a regular person that wasn't in the military yeah. <laughs> that wasn't in the unsc that'd be kind of cool to see all right i'd say i retry i just thought about it now this is why i wish i had taken notes it's not the expanse. i gotta retry 
Not that I, not the, it's not the expanse. I love the expanse that world. I, I'm going to throw this one in there just because, just because I have too much sci fi and I love post apocalyptic scenarios, typically involve zombies, but I think it's going to a little bit played out. But The Walking Dead, I said this in the Discord, but The Walking Dead, I like that world. Not, not that I want to be in that world, but I think it, like I said, it, it, it definitely makes you think a lot about like when Carl got shot in, I think, season two, one by that guy by accident. And they don't oh, yeah, have the hunter. Yeah, and they don't have access to modern day medicine or the fact that uh what's her name was pregnant and she was gonna have to give birth without modern day medicine. Um now for the fact if you want to throw lo- logic in there and realism about like stabbing people in the head with a like a Gerber <laughs> with ease, then you know, Yeah, they just go people <laughs> they just go yeah. like one time and they die. Yeah. But that's the biggest thing for me is Daryl. You get a pass through on a healthy body, and he's shooting deteriorated bodies that have been deteriorating for years. Yeah, no pass throughs, insane. Yeah, well, I mean, and you think about—I don't know how many years go by. We talked about this because I think it was uh, what was the show, Last Man on Earth, or something? Where they you said gas? I didn't watch all the episodes. I actually stopped, but you said that gasoline actually expired and stopped working on that show. Like, yep, that's something. That's an issue. That was a good point that you made because you don't see that happening too much. But proposal like Book of Eli, like. This is more of a thing, more of the specific well, I like, world. I like Book of Eli's even though, situation too, yeah. Yeah, even though I just in Fallout, so I kind of loop these in together, like Fallout, I love, even though I haven't played Fallout 4 yet, my backlog theory was in the, the chat's probably laughing at me. But, uh, and Trinity too. But Fallout 3, I fucking love that game. Like, I remember playing that on the 360 and then doing like all kinds of missions and just trying like oh man i just loved love that trying to find your father right and then you're getting trapped in that ai virtual reality thing with that kid that evil kid and just i love that post-apocalyptic world i don't know why it's just i think it always makes me think about i'm gonna call back to so walking dead and just like that was probably the most realistic take to me on on a post-apocalyptic world because you have a, a woman who just lost her husband you know I mean, shit like this happens. You can say what her name, whatever, was a shit person for sleeping with a dude's friend after she thought her husband was dead, like, not too long after. But shit like that happens and would happen in real life, I firmly believe, right? Carl being a dumbass kid, never in the barn. No, where's Carl? He's supposed to be in the barn. He's never in there. Like, I think... Carl! (laughs) But I think that's... (laughs) I think that's why I like, and I always put my my when I watch those po- post po- uh, I can't talk, post apocalyptic shows or movies or stories. I put my my mind in there in those worlds and try to think about how I would be, how I would like to think, like how I would do there. Yeah, you try to relate. Exactly. Yeah. Try to relate. Yeah. Yeah, and more so for me in like The Walking Dead because I remember watching that show when it first came on. It was like really big, like. I was telling everybody about it, and my wife and I were watching it every Sunday night, and that world to me was just like really like I was a sucker for zombies for a long time. I think it's more and played then you out, get, and then you and then you give up on it. <clears throat> yeah, dude. I mean, it's just like, well, it's played out because people try to capitalize. Like, I don't. The storyline to me and the plots just uh, was like rinse, recycle, and repeat for me, and that's kind of like where I just gave it. it. Was it was almost like all right, who's gonna die? That was like, it just became like, that's what the whole like thing was. All right, which main character is going to die? And that was like the thing we were all waiting for. And then the way they did the thing with, what's his name? Uh, Glenn. There's always, there's I always a like villain. That. 
there's always a villain. And that's another thing too that I like, to like about that, even though, like I said, it's kind of played out now. It's like, we get it. Humans are bad. We all think humans are bad. That was one of the things that I liked about that. And sort of like with The Last of Us, because you got really horrible people. And I, I kind of liked that. I don't want to say like that, but I found it interesting because what would really happen to the world if we devolved into no technology in this like end of the world event? You know, what would we, what would we do? And I think you would see the drastic sides, right? You'd have one that are, everyone's trying to help each other and just try to survive. And you have the other people that don't care. They just want to, they, they want to survive, but they'll do anything that it takes and even do more. So they'll do what they want. Right. And so I like that aspect because I, I think that's what would happen, even though it's a played out trope, like humans are bad. But yeah, that's for me. Those are my three. What did I say? The Matrix. Um, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. What was the other one? I, there was, I was going to say The Expanse, but in Cowboy Bebop, I think it was uh, yeah. Cowboy Bebop. The Matrix, Cowboy Bebop, and The Walking Dead are probably my three favorite worlds if we're talking about it right now. I'll probably change tomorrow. We always talk about our top favorites. But. <laughs> what about, what about some, uh, some honorable mentions? Honorable mentions? I think I, had a, I think I have a lot of honor. I said Blade Runner. Blade Runner is a huge one for me. I love the original yeah. and 2049. 2049's fucking amazing movie if you haven't seen it. Just fantastic. I love that yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> Such a beautiful movie. Beautifully shot movie, too. Um, yeah, I mentioned The Last of Us. Uh, I didn't play Last of Us two. Oh, Horizon ah! Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I know, uh, yeah. I know. Uh, people in our Discord like that game. I, I love that game so much. I love the take that they did on the post apocalyptic like AI scenario in the game. It's very original take, I would say, and that's why I liked it. And I love the the strong female lead Aloy. She's such a badass in that. And in the Ashley Birch. Did a fantastic job. Uh, if you're if you're gonna cut around, I love what Viper says. I love that they didn't throw in a bullshit romance interest because it's a female lead. Yeah, that is a good point. That is a very good point. No, I'm done with I'm I'm done with just romance in general. I don't need a romance. I don't need a lead to be romance. As like every movie growing up, there was always a lead and there was always a romance. Like, what is with oh, that? The Bond girl. Yeah. Well. Oh god. Yeah. Bond, I mean, I, it's dumb. I just say, I just think the romance portion is just dumb to me. I, just, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see how, unless it truly brings the story forward. Like I sometimes like you just see the thrown in there for whatever reason. It was like, you had to do that in the nineties and the early 2000s. Even now to some extent, it's like, oh, we got to have a love interest. We have to do that. But 100%, it'd be, I agree. It'd be cool if you have a love interest and then they murder them to further the plot. That's cool. But if you're struggling the whole game, what what speech choice should I make to make them go out with me? Like, that's stupid. That's stupid. It's a waste of time and it's a gimmick. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at you, Mass Effect. I'm just I was going to say, but I actually did like Mass Effect, but I mean, whatever. I think romancing can be fun. It can be. I think Mass Effect did it fairly well. I'm talking about story storyline wise, like no stupid, just like random love plot, you know, that that. It's forced in there. And you don't need one. Well, right? Hopefully they don't do it in the next one. I don't think they will. I, 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 well, okay. So, some for you, me, right? Yeah, what are your honorable yeah, mentions? Go ahead, go ahead. I said mine um, I have to say, um, I know you probably, I know you, you did it with me, played it with me, right? But Hunt Showdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The world is very interesting to me. It's very intriguing. And Cry- uh, Crytek 
does a very good job at fleshing out the lore. Even though it's not a single-player game, there's a lot of lore through letters and research papers on what's happening in that area with the infestation and the demons and the the monsters and stuff. There's a lot of expanded lore about what's happening and how the there's a struggle with between should there be a Nash, an American Hunters Association that goes in here and takes these things? Why do the hunters fight each other? Uh, what was it like for people that were on the ground when the infestation happened? What happened to families? Where did it originate? What are these monsters come from? Like, all of that stuff. And it's like hundreds of pages. That's in the game. You have to unlock it, play the game, and unlock them to read them. So that's a big push. But I love the idea of Hunt Showdown. For people that don't know, Hunt Showdown is a video game where you and two buddies, one buddy or two buddies, go in and you try to hunt a demon uh, who is holed up in an area in the place, but along the way there's hazards like demons and there's like dogs that are infected and zombies and things like that. And then you banish them to hell and then you take like a bounty from them and then you get out and you get paid. While you're doing this, there's other groups of players trying to do the same thing at the same time. So it's a really interesting take on a battle royale. But the game is beautiful, and the world is really interesting. And it's, I think it's an original take on it, and that's why I like it. And then another honorable mention I had is uh, Warhammer. So um, I don't know as much, even as the most basic like person who's definitely played, but the lore... The lore or Warhammer, is so rich. The human race is the most prominent race in the universe in Warhammer. We've literally, we literally have presence on over a million worlds as the primary race. And we're xenophobes in Warhammer. The human race are xenophobes. We hate aliens. Any alien, kill them. That's about right. We don't care. That's tracking pretty well, I think. Yeah, so, like, I just think that that's so interesting to th- see the human race. So, because every movie where there's, like, aliens and humans, even in Halo, you're like, go human beings! But, like, you read about some of these alien factions in Warhammer, and you're like, man, I kind of feel bad for them. And then the hu- But the human race is just so awesome. I don't mean, like, I'm for the human race. I mean, I am, because I'm a human. But they're so awesome in, like, their grandeur of conquest. And they don't even have their most advanced version of technology at that time. All of their technology is lost. And they're like trying to, most of their further conquests are them trying to reclaim old technology so that they can make, so they can like better themselves, right? But most of it is lost. So right, they're like at almost at a low point. And they're still like, top dogs in the universe which is an insane idea to me because and what's funny is like the expand the 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 lore of the world or the universe that universe right is that um that loss of technology is brought on by themselves because of wars amongst themselves and then there's the whole thing with the emperor of man that's like basically immortal and he's kept in a coma and all of his thoughts are trans they're like transcended through the this void that other people interpret and oh it's just a wild insane ride and i'm really getting into it i don't think i'll ever going to play it it's way too expensive the game is probably really confusing 
but um and i would probably have to spend at least 30 hours just asking questions just to play and i'm not doing that but the lore and the world surrounding it is really interesting to me so that's another one of my uh, honorable mentions it reminds me i think uh i should have mentioned this because i love the world of control i think that would be my my honorable mention just very scp ish they don't force feed you any much of the story it's all told through like memos and paperwork that you find and little bits of information you meet through the the npcs in the game and it's a beautiful world like that game is just really really cool and kind of creepy but I mean, if you're into scp kind of stuff that i would say that's my honorable mention and actually i kind of you were talking about warhammer i want to talk about something as a kid that, that i think ended prematurely but i really liked the lore behind it was a tv show called exo squad nothing remembers the show it was about these two so humans were at war with these humanoids that they created and they wanted to enslave them but they rebelled and they were at war with them and then they wore these mech suits to fight and the toys were really cool but the lore and stuff was really interesting i don't remember much about it i just remember being a kid being super disappointed because i didn't get more but exo squad was really really kind of cool i think that, that's like my- it was a tv show what did you watch it on uh it was probably on fox i think i can't remember i don't remember if it was on fox but yeah it was a cartoon probably cartoon. Pro- i mean i'm i mean i'm sorry right the what you're saying sounds cool but exo squad sounds dumb as shit <laughs> I don't know. It's a dumb, it's a dumb name, and I'm sorry. I want it. Might be cool. It might be cool, but it, that's it sounds super. It doesn't sound catchy enough to keep going. I don't know. I think there was only like one show. Yeah, Exo Squad. I think there was only one season. Yeah, it's got an eight point four in IMDb and ninety two percent of Google. I maybe I'll go back and I'll watch it. But yeah, really cool. Oh, two seasons. Really cool show. I'll but, look at that. I'll look that up. That sounds interesting. Um, all right, man. I think that wraps it up. I think we've hit most of the things that. I mean, for you, I think you did a better job at explaining about your your favorite roles. I'm too out. Of, I'm too all over the place, man. But um, well, I'm all over the place too. There are plenty of things that I like, but I'm just thinking about the ones that I'm like, I will never turn my back on them. Yeah, for me, like, like for me, they will, the they, Matrix. I will never turn my back on Matrix. Something wild has to come along. Like I liked, I liked Game of Thrones. I loved Game of Thrones, but I didn't beat Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? It didn't yeah. beat it. So I was like, okay, so it's cool. I like it, but it's not Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I don't agree, but I see I see what you're saying. I just, I if you had to put Lord of the Rings up against Game of Thrones, that, I mean, I guess the books would probably be better, but the, the worlds just like that idea of everything being so gray, playing this game and like, I, I would say there's more. E- I would say it's more even, but whatever. Uh, I'm. I just. I have. I like. I like too much shit. I like too much stuff. But that's our problem. That's yeah. why our backlogs are so yeah. big. Because I like too much shit. I gotta yeah. watch this movie. I gotta watch this show. And you. You're saying you don't have to. I have to watch it. Like. <laughs> yes. I have to play this game. Like. Yes. Yep. I like you it. Do. It has a thing I that do. I like. I want to play it. <laughs> yeah. It's the never-ending backlog of everything. I have Gundams I still have to build. That's like my my favorite thing to do. I'm actually getting a new desk to put over here for Gundam building specifically. Oh, flexing. Yeah. So I want to get into that. Nice. But anyways, Josh, this is great. Great idea. Great episode. This is a lot of fun. Thanks, everyone. Hang out in Discord. 
Uh, this was great. So, until then. Absolutely. You guys have a good rest of your weekend and a good week. Don't be shitty! <laughs> Adios, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.